Seltzer Kings Podcasts. Hey, are you into werewolves, mad sciences, and a little bit of witchcraft? Then stay tuned for an all-new episode of Watch Corner. We're riding this train straight into the sun. Woo! Tune in to a classic episode of Watts Corner on the Seltzer Kings Network. Available on all podcast platforms. Seltzer Kings. I don't know, Gavin. I think you should look into taking this demon lover thing. God knows if somebody had sex with you, maybe you wouldn't be such an uptight ass all the time. The following podcast contains... Like F.U. and 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 S and stuff like that, and then M.F. and stuff like that. Those are not. Those are. Those those are. Um, they're not. They're not words. Those are names of spirits. Explicit language. Hello and welcome to the podcast that asks a simple question: When you were having sex with the devil and not using protection. What the hell were you thinking? I'm your host, Dave Bledsoe, and this is episode number 272, Every Single One of Us, The Devil Inside edition of the show, where we discussed your test results, and we don't regret to inform you that it looks very much like you might have. Stay tuned. The What the Hell Are You Thinking podcast is brought to you by Lexi's Exorcisms. We get the devil out of you. Are you troubled by demons, bothered by dark entities from the netherworld, experience sudden impulses to masturbate with the crucifix? You might have the devil inside, and you need Lexi's exorcisms. Our trained spiritual specialist will coordinate with you to purge the evil from inside of you. Take your pick of traditional Catholic rites, Episcopal cleansings, evangelical screen therapy, or Wiccan spiritual purging. Lexi's has the ritual right for you. No more cleaning up spit peas, soup, vomit, and nailing the bed up down to keep it from levitating. Call our professional demonic removal specialist and get rid of your devil's demons, haunt spirits, or deadbeat brother-in-laws. Say not today, Satan, with Lexi's exorcisms. We have seen a lot of them. They call them fibroids. They call them endometriosis. They even sometimes actually like a pregnancy. It's called a molar pregnancy. You, you are pregnant with this thing that looks like grapes. It, it comes out in the pathology that it looks like a big bunch of fluffy looking grapes. These things are evil deposits of the spirit husband. Most people believe that the spirit husband and the spirit wife, the incubus and succubus, they are the same spirit. They turn into a woman, then they sleep with a man and collect his sperm. Then they turn into a man and then they sleep with another woman and deposit the sperm and reproduce more of themselves. Because of the way they are, they can angels cannot reproduce. You understand what I'm saying? So they can use human beings to reproduce more nephilims. And people will be like, nah, that's not possible. How can a spirit sleep with a human being and produce a child? That's not possible. Really? How was Jesus born? It's no secret I grew up an evangelical Christian, or rather, more accurately, my parents were evangelical and I was an unwilling Christian because given my druthers, my ass would have spent at home in bed on Sunday morning. Now, maybe, but then I was also deeply concerned about the devil. I mean, I didn't want to go to church, but I also didn't want to have anything to do with the devil. I guess I figured I could just Switzerland my way around the whole mess. If you want a snapshot of the 12-year-old Dave's way of thinking... I don't. I really don't. 
When I first heard the Rolling Stone song, Sympathy for the Devil, I was actually afraid that listening to that song might invite the devil to take notice of me. I mean, here were these guys just talking about all the bad things the devil does, like there were just another day at the office, and I was highly concerned about this song being on the radio all the time and wondered if the devil might be, I don't know, winning? Cut to three years later. 15-year-old Dave had no such concerns. The darker, more devilish the music, the more I wanted to hear it. The devil is the only possible reason for me listening to the songs like this. You know, looking back in hindsight, Merciful Fate fucking rocked, but it was just terrible musicians. What happened? Well, I've told that story before, but in a nutshell, the satanic panic happened. My parents decided I couldn't play Dungeons and Dragons, so I needed a new thing to be into. I chose heavy metal. To this day, I will never understand how a couple of books with some vaguely demonic pictures on the cover attracted their notice, but the myriad record albums I own with blatant satanic imagery escaped their notice. So long as they're not like titties on the album cover, they couldn't have cared less. So, yeah, I sold my soul to the devil for a Bathory album and two demonic deeds to be named later, and things have worked out pretty well since then. Praise Satan. I'm kidding, of course. I did not become a Satanist. I became an atheist. I actually think my mom would have preferred I became a Satanist because then I would have believed in, I don't know, something. Now, last year we talked about QAnon and their peculiar obsession with the satanic conspiracy, and then this week, Stupidity, the gift that keeps on giving in 2020, gave us yet another glimpse into the shit-fog brains of Trump people in the form of Dr. Stella Emanuel. I don't like where this is going. The short, short version is Dr. Emanuel, prominently featured in a video retreated by President Thimbledick that was just filled with lies, misinformation, hysterical disinformation, and just plain old-fashioned bullshit about the coronavirus. Dr. Emanuel told people that the thoroughly debunked cure hydroxychloroquine was real and that taking it with an antibiotic and, of course, the, the old staple of quackery zinc cured COVID. It does not. The tweet and the video were promptly deleted. The good doctor's Facebook page and as many references to the videos as possible were promptly taken down from social media. Even fail son Don Jr. got a 12-hour Twitter timeout from shitposting because of this video after it was deleted. None of this is why I'm choosing to talk about Stella and how she got her crazy-ass groove back this week. I'm here to talk about Stella's other crazy-ass bullshit and pod friends. This is something special. It is. Taking this from her bio on Wikipedia, Stella Guacande Ambe Emanuel was born in 1965 in Cameroon. Emanuel attended Cameroon Protestant College, a secondary school in Bali, Cameroon. She graduated from the Nigerian Medical School, the University of Calabar in 1990, and moved to the United States in 1992. Emanuel completed a pediatric residency at the Bronx Lebanon Hospital Center in New York City. That sounds reasonable. She is a licensed medical doctor practicing pediatrics at a private practice in Houston, Texas, and I want to be very clear that what I'm about to say is in no way because Dr. Emanuel is a black woman or is African or their medical school is from an African university. What I'm about to say is entirely because she is batshit fucking crazy. You're today's modern enlightened man. I like to think so. No, Stella, and from now on out, I'm just going to call her Stella, as another gig besides doctoring, because Stella is also a minister. Again, from Wikipedia, quote, the founder of Fire and Power Ministries and the host of radios and television show called Firepower, she is a self-described wealth transfer coach and has authored several books as part of her Occupying Forces series, unquote. 
is it just me or does wealth transfer coach pretty much sum up all of these huckster bible thumping god botherers because they're very good at transferring small donations from morons into real wealth for themselves if it weren't for my pesky morals i'd become a wealth transfer coach myself let me uh share with you the bio of stella from her ministry's facebook page which was restored quote dr stella is a prophet of god to the nations Called and transferred as God's warrior princess by the Holy Spirit. She's a true spiritual daughter of Dr. D.K. Olukoya of Mountain and Fire Miracle Ministries. She's a wealth transfer coach and believes that you could be saved, anointed, firebrand, and wealthy too. Dr. Stella, who grew up in a culture where open warfare with bold generational demons and stubborn strongholds was commonplace, feels that violent prayer and open confrontation to get the powers of darkness must be taught, learned, and exercised by Christians for success and breakthroughs on various various fronts in the personal lives, ministries, and families. Dr. Stella devotes her life and resources to teaching believers everywhere to identify the source of spiritual weakness, deception, and defeat to learn the strategies of warfare and enable them to go and get and maintain their own freedom. Well, I don't even know what to say to that. Now, some of you might be thinking that perhaps Stella's just a good God-fearing woman with a fierce faith and a fiery passion for the Lord. Praise Jesus. Allow me to read you to read to you some of Stella's own words from her book, Jesus Helped the Church Has Been Caged. We are now teaching tolerance to something as vile as homosexuality, even to our grade school children. This demon has been released to infect our generation. No matter what is said or claimed, most homosexuals are not happy because there is nothing programmed us by Jehovah God himself that makes us inherently no good from evil. This demon will not give us peace. That's why there's so much drug addiction and suicide in the gay community. It's anti-God, anti-procreation agenda of the devil, and we have glamorized it. Oh, um, okay. Or how about this little Facebook post from Stella the week before the 2018 midterm elections? Quote, on November 6th, there will be a referendum her spelling, in America that is intended to forcefully remove Trump from being president, remove all the laws that protects the rights and privileges of Christians. Who are the people behind this plot? It is the gay, the lesbians, the members of the New World Order, the Illuminati together with ignorant Christians, but masterminded by Satan. Why this plot? Obama, who is a member of the New World Order, was mightily used by Lucifer to enact anti-Christian laws and policies to make life hard for Christians and produce the DFRD microchips, Mark of the Beast, Revelations 13, and Bill Camps called VEMA Camps, where Christians who refuse to take the Mark of the Beast will be tortured to death. Trump, who is a Christian, has been slowing down doomsday for Christians in America, unquote. You see, Stella is all about the devils and the demons and the spirits that infect us, body and soul. Her ministry is not just a crusade to fill Stella's pockets. I mean, it's definitely filling Stella's pockets, but it's also against the very devil himself. Would you like to hear some of Stella's more, uh, I don't know, let's call them interesting ideas about how the devil do what he does? If you have to ask the question, you wouldn't understand my answer. From the Daily Beast last week, quote, According to Emmanuel, people can tell if they have taken a demonic spirit husband or spirit wife if they have a sex dream about someone they know or a celebrity. Wake up aroused. Stop getting along with their real-world spouse. 
lose money, or generally experience any hardship. Alternately, they could just be having a dream sex with a human witch instead of a demon, she posits. There are those that are called astral sex, Emmanuel said in a sermon. That means this person is not really a demon being or a Nephilim, just a human being that's a witch. And they astral project and sleep with people. And these demon lovers explain a whole host of medical conditions, according again to a woman who is actually a license to practice medicine in the United States. Quote, they are responsible for serious gynecological problems. We call them kinds of names, uh, endometriosis, we call them molar pregnancies, we call them fibroids, we call them cysts, but most of them come from evil deposits from the spirit husband, unquote. That's the clip I played at the top of the show. Oh, and by the way, for men, demon lovers are the cause of impotence because presumably, once you've had demon pussy, there ain't no going back to human. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Back to the Daily Beast, quote, Emmanuel's bizarre medical ideas don't stop with demon sex and dreams in a 2015 sermon that laid out supposed Illuminati plans hatched by a witch to destroy the world using abortion, gay marriage, and children's toys, among other things. Emmanuel claimed that DNA from space aliens is currently being used in medicine. They're using all kinds of DNA, even alien DNA, to treat people, Emmanuel said. Pokemon, which she, <laughs> she declares Eastern demons, the Harry Potter, the, and the Disney Channel shows Wizard of Waves and Waverly Place, and that's so raisin. <laughs> and that's so raisin. Raven. <laughs> Oh, my God. I'm leaving it in. <laughs> That's so Raven. We're part of a scheme to introduce children to spirits and witches. Emmanuel claims the otherwise innocuous Magic 8-Ball was, in fact, a scheme to get children to use witchcraft. The 8-Ball, she said, was a psychic. No! How are you a doctor? You know, if the 8-Ball is a magical entity, it's a shitty one. Because all I ever got was ask again later. And I could go into the way Stella's wrong about COVID, but what's the point, really? It's just more of the same shit dribbling for the GOP poop shoot called this administration. It's the devil stuff that really fascinates me because the devil is back, baby. And he's really getting great numbers in certain demographics. Oh, it's a childish trick designed to confuse and intrigue simpletons. A few years ago, anyone spouting this kind of insanity would be consigned to the darker corners of the internet, maybe coast-to-coast coast AM if George Norrie was feeling particularly whimsical that night. Now they're being retweeted by the fucking president of the United States. That's how far we plummeted in this country. We blew past hell in a blur, leaving Satan shaking his fist and yelling at us to slow down along the way. Damn kids! We haven't seen this level of devil mania since the height of the satanic panic when there was a cult member hiding behind every tombstone. Now they're back to their old tricks cooking babies and performing rituals right in front of federal courthouses. Oh, you thought the feds were in Portland to prop up Trump's flaccid fascist doodle? No, they're really there to stop the great power of the beast from manifesting through, I don't know, a fucking kombucha shake or something. Think I'm joking? Take a listen to a Texas radio host and his caller describe a BLM organizer satanic because of some fantasy they have in their heads about a party celebrating the shooter and the Dallas police attack in 2016. Where actually all the the, um, the deaths and injuries had occurred. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the man uh, went to the where the five were killed and had a party? Now, that's where I stopped. I, I did stopped not following search. You. Yeah, that's where I said that that was enough for me. That's right. And on that day, I did not, I did not try to look for anything. And to me, that just, sounds I, satanic. 
Yeah. Satanism is the new communism for the blank brain masses of evangelical Christianity. The satanic panic never went away for these folks. And the van of idiocy is a perfect circle of evangelicals and MAGA Americans. But why? Well, you have to look at certain underlying root causes that incline people to believe in conspiracy theories in general. The first is we're human beings, and our brains are hardwired to search for patterns, so we tend to find them even when none exist. It's like the face on Mars from back in the 70s. You look at that photograph and you see a face, even though you know it's a trick of light and shadows. Or if you want something more concrete, Amazon Prime Day. That shit was always that cheap. They just sold it to you for more money because they could get away with it. But you see a deal because once a year they set the price at what it really fucking costs. You're such a cynic. This brain glitch causes some people to see order behind the random patterns. And in that order, they see things that scare them, and this becomes a they, a group of evildoers manipulating the world for their own nefarious purposes. I took the following from an NBC News article about QAnon, but since the overlap between the two is a perfect circle, it still works. Quote, feelings of anxiety and uncertainty also help fuel conspiracy theories. Such emotions function as a psychological warning signal, leading people to try and make sense of societal events that frighten them. This helps to explain the widespread and ongoing speculation that followed up impactful events such as the 9-11 or the assassination of JFK. Feelings of uncertainty coupled with the feeling that your life is not fully in your control anymore increases conspiracy thinking. Studies by other researchers, researchers confirm that emotions reflecting uncertainty such as fear or worry can increase conspiracy beliefs. Ironically, however, conspiracy theories do little to reduce these negative feelings. On the contrary, conspiracy theories only exacerbate feelings of anxiety, laying the foundation for further theorizing, unquote. But why the devil in particular? Well, I mean, he's a golden oldie. Old Beatles has been a go-to guy for Christians going all the way back to the Middle Ages when the idea of Satan congealed out of a smattering of biblical references and a whole shitload of pagan gods. Prior to the Middle Ages, the devil was just kind of a nebulous tempter of soul, God's gambling buddy who served the purpose by litmus testing the faithful. It was the Catholic Church in the Middle Ages who took old Scratch and turned him into the infernal tormentor of souls we all know and love today. From a 2018 Vice article, quote, these sorts of accusations may stretch back for at least as far as the 14th century, when stories of ritualistic child abuse by the Knights Templar Crusader Order were in active circulation. But the first definitive leak of this conspiratorial chain goes back to 1428 and the Valley of Valais in what is now Switzerland. Locals there started circulating accusations that members of their community had entered into a pact with the devil who told them to avoid religious services. Rumors and coerced confessions spread the idea that these occult rings met in cellars to hear satanic preachings, flew around in enchanted chairs, put curses on their neighbors, and abused, murdered, and even ate children. These tales had horrific consequences at least as at least hundreds of accused witches were killed over the course of several years, while many more were imprisoned and tortured, unquote. Sound familiar? Yeah, it should. Oh, and it should also be noted that the Templars were targeted by the French king who wanted to get his hands on their money and cut a deal with the Pope to split the loot between them. For hundreds of years in Europe, accusations of liaisons with Lucifer were enough to get your ass killed. And the people who ended up on the pyre were universally the social outcasts, the different, the odd, the others, who didn't conform to the social mores of the day. Whenever a rich and powerful person stood accused of dabbling with the devil, investigations got shut down real quick. And oddly enough, modern-day witch hunts focus on the rich and famous entirely, which is, I guess, a form of progress, even though I still think they should leave Tom Hanks fucking out of it.
What is most bizarre to me is how the movement has turned President Tiny Dingle into a sword of the fucking Lord in their fight. In a June 2020 article in Four Policy article about evangelical godbotherer Pauler White, one of the short dick's favorite hucksters, the authors describe the phenomenon thusly, quote, Many neo-charismatics share similar beliefs. They practice what they call strategic-level spiritual warfare, where they name and describe various powerful demons who rule over various geographic territories. They try to discern the witches and other followers who act as lieutenants and recruiters, and they search out and destroy objects of occult significance that spread demonic influence. In charismatic theology, this world is dominated by Satan, and they are the only ones who see the threat. This belief might seem comical, but its adherents seek out political influence as part of their secret war. Trump's spiritual advisor is both a leading figure in the movement and a strong believer in the worldwide demonic conspiracy. In 2016, when she rebuked the spirits of Jezebel who stood against Trump, she was simultaneously attacking women who spoke out against him and engaging in spiritual warfare against the demons she associates with them. She believes the opposition to the president is spearheaded by territorial demons, and she's not alone. While she may not have actually converted Trump to Christianity, she has certainly converted many Christians to Trumpism and spread the neo-charismatic influence into the mainstream spaces, unquote. For millions of Americans, and indeed around the world, the battle for political control is not a metaphorical argument, but a literal fight against the devil who is seeking to dominate humanity through, I don't know, rainbow flags or something. For most, this manifest is voting for whomever their con artist in the pulpit tells them to vote for, but for others, it means taking a loaded rifle into a pizza place to look for satanic pedos. And if Biden wins this fall... It will only get worse as the fringe goes berserk, goaded on by none other than the huckster-in-chief. Because for the rank-and-file believer, this is all very real because they are ill-educated, xenophobic, and terrified a brown person will marry their granddaughters. But for the leaders, for Stella, this is a fucking money-making machine. I have no idea if Stella actually believes in demon sperms and astral sex. I mean, she did graduate medical school, and she, but she, and she also makes people wear a mask when they come into her practice for treatment. But listen to her, she certainly sounds as though she believes in demon fucking. But what is abundantly clear, that it doesn't matter whether or not she personally believes in this bullshit, because she sees the path to profit littered with slack-jawed bodies of the idiots who do! The difference between this panic and the satanic panic of the 80s is how it's being monetized. Say what you will about the OG panic, people generally fucking believed there were devil worshippers abducting millions of children every year, despite the fact that no one seemed to be missing that many children. Today, there's a cadre of con artists who are using the ignorance and fear of their followers to cash the fuck in on their stupidity and panic. And the so-called leader on the free world is number one on the list as he deftly if that word can be ascribed to him, promotes and support the pieces of shit who see him as he sees them, a machine for printing money, power, and votes. There isn't a whole lot that could be done about the masses of stupid people in the world who believe some mythic pagan deity recast as God's nemesis in all things is literally acting in the world for his own diabolical motivations. Those people are always going to be there no matter how hard we try to gently teach them to lighten the fuck up. But... What we can do is go after these fucking criminal pieces of shit who are literally killing people to buy their fucking escalades. There are already laws on the books against fraud. 
Let's start dragging these fuckers into courtrooms and prosecuting them for their claims about medicines, bleach drinking, and demon fucking sperm. The First Amendment provides freedom of religion, but it doesn't say you can use religion to spew lies and disinformation to the public for your own personal benefit. If Stella is really the warrior princess of God, then let her fucking call God to the stand and have him testify on her behalf. Shit, I'd be happy to see Satan call as a hostile witness. I would even hold a copy of the Satanic Bible when he swore to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. It'd be worth it just to see Nancy Grace lose her shit over the devil's defense team. You can bet Alan Dershowitz would take the fucking job. That is it for our show this week. Apologies for the heavy use of quotes. I know it makes it look like I'm just taking a shortcut to pad out material, but when you look at the material I had, it was so great, I just had to go with it. And besides, the devil made me do it. Speaking of diabolical machinations, donate to our Patreon, kick us a buck, and get some exclusive content in the show early and ad-freeze, and, and to truly sacrifice to our Dark Lord and Satan, Rate and review the show wherever you get your pods. It helps others be lured into the darkness and surrender their immortal souls to our infernal lord and master, the advertisers who buy our ad spots. Follow the show on Twitter at the Hell underscore podcast with a show name on Facebook. That is where I offer more unholy prayers to a satanic majesty in hopes of summoning a demon lover of my own. Truth is, I had a demon lover for a couple of years, but she broke up with me because she thought I was too dark. Shout out to Celtic Kings who put our show on the network after some particularly evil deals I brokered with Mephistopheles. Someday they're going to find out about what I promised. Pro tip, guys, don't have daughters first. So for me, Dave, words like weapons sharper than knives, Bledsoe. Producer, makes you wonder how the other half died. Gavin, and all the fictional minions of hell on the show, we want to say every single one of us would not have the devil inside if we only wore a condom. Come on, people, it's the devil. You don't know where he's been. And we'll see you all next week. for this, so I take a small bow. Seltzer Kings Podcasts.